All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Barn Burner on a Monday. That feels like a Monday. It kind of does feel like a Monday. We're having some Monday things. There's some Monday in the air. Just glad the Boomcat's here on a it's Monday. very Monday, uh, Monday ease seeping into Monday-esque. things here. We'll be all right, though. We'll be all right. There's the Redster. There's Ryan Pinder. And we are in the Tower Chrysler Studios. Tower Chrysler continuing until the end of the month, which is what, like, uh, what, tomorrow? Couple what? Days. Jesus. Where'd February go? Anyway, end of the month, they're going to be collecting winter clothing, warm stuff, mitts, toques, hats, jackets. At the dealership, they are going to jam a ram in the showroom, then take it down to the mustard seed. And if you do, name into a draw drum, somebody going to win a nice little prize at the end of the month. Go get it. The most important thing is helping out those that need some warm clothing with the mustard seed. Good people at Tower Chrysler. Much better people than us. Always. Some of the best, actually. Not Some really of the close. Yeah. Hello, Redster. How are we doing? Yeah, he's muted. It was a heavy it's sigh. Monday. Yeah, oh. yeah. It's Monday. Mm. It's Monday. It's Monday. No, I'm great. I actually had a great weekend. I don't drink. I take care of myself. I That's sleep. Right. I, uh, I'm active. I work out. I make good choices. Things yeah. are great. Mm-hmm. That's good. Were you uh, making those good choices in Buffalo this week, or were you on the road in some... Uh, Eastern Seaboard City that nope. we may or may not have heard of. Some backwoods dive. No, no, we're pretty much done. We uh, had six games this weekend. Two kids are wrapped up, and we got, I forgot that we got two more next weekend, and then she's all over for kids hockey. Hooray! I mean, no, boo. Yeah. Touch yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do the kids feel about it? Well, you want to hear something stupid? Like, just so the people in Calgary 
because mm-hmm. I talk to lots of parents in Calgary, kids in hockey, and everyone thinks it's idiotic how things operate and this and that. It's it's a little idiotic everywhere, folks. Mm. And for all kids' sports, we have yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. It's not limited to one sport or one location. It's a common theme in any type of youth activity. Tomorrow they have tryouts here. Uh, and they have tryouts for teams that aren't done their seasons. So, mm. and they're all the tryouts are on the same day. And if you don't make one team and you can't race across the city to somehow make another ice time in the same age group, well, you can be left with, oh, without a squad. <laughs> Just, right. And, and on top of that, there will be kids getting cut from teams right. that still have a month of hockey left. That's a lot. So they'll be told oh. that next next year you're not part of the squad, but boy, we we really need you for the next three weeks. <laughs> Go get them, Tiger. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I kind of get the rationale in a way with doing some evals at the end of this season. It doesn't penalize the mind, kids who don't, don't spend that. all summer on the ice, right? Like you've got, you are at this point I, of the season, you probably like are what that. you are. I'm fine with that, but that's a little, uh, that's on the crazy side. Yeah. That's no, crazy. I, I, I actually, I always, that was one of my beefs with Calgary hockey was why don't we do the tryouts when the kids are done, you know, in the spring so that you don't have to spend all summer on the ice so that you're ready for tryouts, which start the first day of school, which is absolutely asinine as well. But then all those people that are making money on the summer hockey camps wouldn't be able to make money, boom. So, I mean, they're not going to vote that in. Good, hardworking people. Weren't you one of those guys? No, but you also can't. Brush that off quick. You can't cut kids from teams that aren't done. Yeah, that's bad. It's odd. Did you see what the the, the big club's doing there? Back-to-back huge playoff implication games for the Sabres. Huge win over Florida on Friday. Oh, Huge East, win over the Caps yesterday. They're the going to get drunk. in. The Eastern Conference is drunk right now. Rhett's been on the scene, and he said right from training camp, this team's got a shot. They're coming. Look out, Eastern Conference. Or Alex Tuck. I know injured. the game of hockey, folks. I know the game of hockey. Is, there's got to be a buzz. I saw there's 19,000-plus yesterday against Washington at uh, the, Boston, or the Buffalo Rams. The workhorse from Whitehorse. Yeah. Hattie. Yeah. Yeah. Or wound up wearing those blacks. Black to watch. I'm telling you, I don't know. Answer me this, mm. fellas. Answer me this. Yeah. Why down here in the States are they all four afternoon games on Saturday and Sunday? I mean, the NFL plays during the day. They're not concerned about mm. it. But in Canada, I'll be damned if we're going to have afternoon games yeah. and not sell a beer. Son of a, what are you talking about? Why would we make this available for the children and the kids and the families to go to? That's ridiculous. We might not get the beer sales. That's the only explanation I've ever heard. Do you have insight uh, that it's for other reasons? Well, it's always traditionally been a weekend evening thing, stretching back to like, what, the 50s and 60s, Hockey Night in Canada. And in the U.S., you don't see a lot of weekend afternoon games until football season's done. So people are used to watching sports Saturday, Sunday afternoon in the States. And now they've got a national game on EBC Saturdays. They go to a lot of Sunday programming nationally. And sports fans in the U.S. are ready to go watch sports Sunday afternoon. They don't really, that's not like that's a CFL common spot. And, hey, I mean, 
whatever works for you. It's just culturally. I would a bit debate different. you that it's for after football. I agree it wouldn't be as often, but I still think there's comparatively to the Canadian market. Yes, for sure. Close. Yeah. Like no, you're right. Well, you make more money on afternoon gates in the which, US than Canada. The hell do I care? My point was would there have been 19,000 people at that game if it wasn't? Yeah, see, that's affair. a good point. I think afternoon's a good draw in U.S. markets, whereas here it'd be like, oh, fuck. Well, there's three afternoon games in Calgary this year. I believe they got one left, uh, San Jose, late March. There was the Monday at 2 p.m. Hol- uh, holiday against Philly, and there was one other earlier in the year that was a matinee on the week. That's it. Now, it was a week off for the kids last week, right there, wasn't it? Yeah, they got to go seize the world yeah, by the tail. Not everywhere, but... yeah. So would that have weighed into it? Because it feels well, like if it's a if it's part of a holiday, like American Thanksgiving, yeah, let's let's do a matinee game. Whereas here, if it's just a week in the middle of winter, I don't know if I want to go to a game on a Sunday afternoon or a Saturday afternoon. I go rather go at night. Maybe yeah. I don't know. I don't don't really uh, don't care. No, don't really care. Yeah. Anyway, it's one of those topics that who the but it maybe is one of those things that? where American. Sports fans, they're used to totally. NFL football for half of the season starting at that well, time. Well, and even bigger than that, college football, right? Like Saturdays. Yeah. College football, basketball, everything. Yeah. They're not worried about it's not it. not at night. night, I guess. Um, but back to your Sabres. Come on now. we got a man on the ground here, Dean. We need some expertise, some intel, some insight. They get in? What do you want to know? <gasps> Damn good team. They've got high-end talent. I mean, they're too loose in their own end. For my liking, I don't think Craig Anderson is going to help you get there. Their goaltending to me remains a question mark. They're outscoring teams, which mm-hmm. is great and exciting, but I don't know. There's a lot of good teams here. That's the problem, right? If they're in the East I'm, or the West, yeah, I, they're absolutely in, and they're probably home ice, to be quite honest with you. But out here, it's she's a she's tough. It's going to be tough good. road. They're going to grind out till the end, though. It's nice to even have games. You think of the people in, in Buffalo that they haven't had important games post-Christmas for a decade? Yeah, into March? That's wild. That one year they had that 10-game heater, but still the wheels had come off to your point before they got to the new year. That's, so it's, get fired they're, up, right? They're, they're can you feel the it. passion, Dave? I can, yep. I, Holy shit, it's yeah. infectious over there. Yeah, I'm feeling it. Whew. I am definitely feeling it. Meanwhile, here, less infectious. I mean, there's games. Afternoon, evening, I don't know when they're playing. Turn a positive into a negative, Dean? Turn it a positive into a negative. Not at all. Not at all. Not Dean. Not the Boomcat. Or Eternal Ray of Sunshine. I don't think I have much to do with it. I think that uh, the hockey team has a lot to do with it. Did you see the game the other day? Yeah. 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 I mean, it went pretty much how you'd expect mm, it you to go. were in the camp of they play up to the level of their competition. I've also been in the camp that please don't start Markstrom again the rest of the year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not that it's all on him, but two on two against the defending champs, like the rest just doesn't matter. It, it's you a curse. Come back it's that. a curse. Two on back. two? Like, come on, Right. And look, they, they, neither are like egregious, but still. Start the bus, you get need the plane in the air, fuck it, we're out. Two on yeah. two, just shut her down. It's not meant to be for yeah, that guy this year. And what's weird is that in the Jeez. West, to Rhett's point, how wide open it is, like 
I don't know that I wouldn't put money if I had to put money down on any team to win the conference. It wouldn't be Colorado right now. They're right fucking there. And they've been missing guys all year. McCarr's on the ice today, non-contact jersey. They haven't seen Gabe Landeskog. They missed 40 games of Josh Manson, top four guy. They've missed Bowen Byram. Like, ranting and missed time. It's insane. With the, They're still the best team in the West. They got to be. It's not close. Who's in the same neighborhood? I, I like Colorado. Like, yeah. I haven't seen enough of Dallas, but, I mean, there's some parts there that you like. There's some parts the there. Goalie. Um, no one in the Pacific seems really good unless they get stoned back in Vegas and Edmonton decides they or, or learns how to defend. That'd be new. Well, I had a little hey, did you know? Mm-hmm. Hey, did you know? Hey, did a little? That uh, there are six points separating first and the second and final wild card in the West right now. Eight teams, six points. Vegas, 76. Seattle, 70. Jeez. It's not a lot of separation. Nay. So, yeah, Colorado. Win the West. It's right there for you. I mean, why wouldn't they? Yeah. yeah. Silly not to. Probably one home ice, right? So anyway, we, uh, um, you want to get back to the game or? Uh... Well, I don't, know. I, I don't know that there's any takeaways that you knew Colorado was better. You knew Colorado um, with a two-goal lead was going to be almost impossible. And you knew the Flames hadn't been getting goaltending here for a while from either guy. Unfortunately, Vladar's had a bad month after a really nice run there. Good fight. Talk about that in the Pinder Report. As importantly, does it not appear that, you know, our hopes of this team rallying and uh, getting some goaltending and scoring that goal and finding a way to get in, even if they do, if this is the sort of matchup they're going to come up against in the playoffs, is that, are, are we? Yeah, I mean, look, their odds of making look. it continue to fade. And if they're facing Colorado, in a best of seven, I don't like anyone's chances. Um, I'll listen on other teams, and we'll see if they get in where it is. And like, we don't even know who's going to win the Pacific here. Like, if somehow Winnipeg got hot and you face them as a wild card, I don't know. Like, whatever. Like, Hellebuck has a bad two weeks. Anything can happen. But I, I'm worried about this team getting in. Never mind who, how they square up in a matchup. Jeez, it still comes back to what are you? Other teams, you know, they'll go up or down, and maybe. But what are you? Good lord. 60 games in. What What are you? Yeah. Well, I, I think there's a lot of teams in the West asking that question. What are Seattle all of a sudden? What are Winnipeg all of a sudden? Those are your two wild cards this morning. Hey, guys, welcome back to the wild cards. You haven't been here for months, if at all this season. There's a lot of who are you at West. I think I know a lot about what the Devils and Rangers and Leafs and Lightning and Bruins are, what Colorado is. There's a lot of... A lot of those teams uh, stepping up over the last few days. Especially in the East, yeah. Yeah. Because they actually know their contenders. Yeah. Uh, but it, it was kind of a, uh, a sobering, disappointing one because you had the Arizona game. You felt, okay, get, come on now. Nice rallying some, point there. Staying with the process. You played well against Philly, deserved a better fate. Then you beat Arizona. Vegas, you had a uh, you Three shouldn't one. have. 3-1, jeez. Right? 3-1 going into the, this one was not their game. They nope, and last one of a road trip against a good team. That's going to happen. And you fall way behind think, and get chances. I don't care. I don't think over. you have a whole lot of, but confidence. but how much belief would you have gained if they had one? That's five out of six on a road. They played yeah. well for like it would have been a great road six trip. Six or seven in a row. Jeez, we're coming together here. Now you're you're left. Here's the spot. They're in the same spot. They got two games till the trade deadline. 
They haven't strung together back-to-back wins in over a month, if I'm over correct. Over a month, yeah. And they are, what, four out of a playoff spot? Uh, they they still have a very easy schedule, but that doesn't seem to matter to this group Five. because they play like shit against bad teams. And I wonder what conversations are happening behind the scenes. Because you could talk about selling at the deadline or standing pad or buying, but I think the bigger question, and it's the question Rhett's been asked for a while, is like, what's the, what's the plan long-term here? We don't even know who's GMing this team next year, and you could raise some serious questions about the coach for next year. If you don't have that person in place, or you do, I mean, like, if you know who the GM is, then let them do their thing. But if, if they're not going to extend Trilliving or Trilliving's not going to re-up here, are you really going to sell the parts of next year's team? Do you believe, and we've never really <laughs> talked about it, do you think that the Flames would not re-sign Brad Trilliving? Absolutely possible. Right? Well, of course it's possible because he doesn't have a contract. I think it's reasonable. I don't his, know what they're... Yeah, but what the hell they're waiting for if they want him back? I mean, it, it could be something where they want each other, but it, they're coming to terms. I just don't feel like it's that way. It almost feels like this is a power struggle between the coach and GM and the owner's stuck in the middle. I don't know if it's a coach GM. I mean, how do we know if it's a coach GM thing? That's that's a tough... I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement with you that there should be clarity on who's running things. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to say it's a coach GM power struggle, but it is odd to think that if you don't trust him, fill the spot. And if you do as an ownership level, yeah, the opposite. What's the holdup? And so this is the lame duck GM at a deadline. And I've heard a lot of people saying, oh, you got Celta Foley, trade Backlund, moves it or of. You'd get a, a crap load for a Lindholm or Hannafin. You've got Tanev would be a great addition. And all that's true. I just think the problem of the concept of selling next year's free agents is if you're going to have a new GM this summer, shouldn't they be the one making the decision on whether you extend, trade, or like walk into the season as free agents with these guys. Like the vision of the next guy is very important, or it's this guy, but at least give him the term so we can get to work here. And so uh, a question I wanted to ask and, and get figuring out too is if they miss this year and and and, and Kadri and Huberto continue to be average players. And I, is it imperative you move them now? You can't move them. Or <laughs> can you risk starting the season next year or or in the offseason? I'm not saying in the next couple of days. Or can you move them at all? Or can you risk them being subpar or ordinary next year where now you can't move them? Can you, first of all, can you move them? No. And if you no. risk hanging on to them, they have another subpar year. Are they ever tradable? Cotter was 32 when he signed that contract. And there's six years after this one. Huberto is 30 and his new contract kicks in next year and making it worse than just the money and the term and his age is that nearly 80% of it is signing bonus money, which means if things go sideways, you are not able to buy it out. It's why Milan Lucic has never been bought out, even though the Oilers would have loved to have done it. You cannot get relief from signing bonus money signing bonus money in a buyout. And that's getting really nerdy, but what it makes is even the object more immovable than it was before. And 
I think to put them in the same group is fair because they came in as free agents and came off career years. But Kadri's looked much more like the Nazem Kadri we've watched in this league than a decade than Jonathan Huberto. He's the massive outlier. How do you go from 115 points to like 50? That's kind of what we're watching here. Kadri's uh, numbers aren't far off career norms. Um, so I think, you know, there's a conversation to be had about Kadri. But the other thing is like, look at all these deals we've seen the last week. Who's moved with term? Like nobody wants to commit and get locked into money. Um, Timo Meyer. No, but, no but term. They, it's it's team control, okay, so, but not term. So, so great. So great, but why the hell did we do it? We did it last because no control. one saw Jonathan That's Huberto turning from superstar into can't even flirt with. No, don't say no one. Don't say no one. Well, no, no, you didn't like the idea don't of extending him. No That's fine. But that's not the same as saying, oh, he's going to be a 50-point guy. He's going to get, his production will get less than half of last year. That's what's happened. Yeah, but the whole point of, yeah, but the whole point of not extending it, or my opinion was, and I, I don't think I'm the only genius that might have considered this, the whole point of not extending him was, well, prove it here in Calgary. Yes, I get Aren't that. Aren't we all happy to pay these guys? It's the same as Gaudreau last year. We're more than happy to pay these guys when you go out and put did you think and, did you think we, he was going to falter to this point though to this degree probably not to this point not to this point but that's what well, that was my whole point i'll be no, happy I, to pay i get him. it no I, score 115 yeah, yeah. i guess for but if he's at this point the negotiation right now is a lot effing different right now of course with Jonathan it, is. Huber, don't? Yep, it yeah. is for sure it is right but you don't have the time trading him for a huge windfall you're, or you're trading him this week for a big windfall or a small one, but you don't and have to Uyghur. live with him. Yeah, either way. I don't have a problem with Uyghur, um, in terms of that money. He's on the top pair at skate this morning, and I know it hasn't been a I banner have a year for with him. with Uyghur because I don't know what point uh, you are in your it's a, it's when Kipper was here and we had all those old bastards that should have been traded years before, and Kipper covered for them all, and you had a bunch of muck. But Kipper was really good, so he made the playoffs. What's Uyghur if he's if he's? It's fine. Again, I'm not against Uyghur. It's just where are we in the growth of this organization and this team? We don't need a Uyghur. You're absolutely listening to offers on Uyghur if you're in this spot, and he doesn't have a long term contract. Yeah, and you know what? That deal's more movable. I really believe it is. And there's whispers that Ottawa's interested. I don't think it's absurd for a 2-3 to make $6 million, even if there isn't a lot of offense there. And to be fair, he's a year it, removed from big offense. It's so. not the point. It's your return on investment. You, If you don't sign these guys, and this is exactly why I said you shouldn't sign them, was because I wasn't convinced that this was going to work out, and it hasn't worked out. Correct. And right now, Brad Treliving would be getting calls on these guys yeah. and t looking at the offers, and you would be – you would have a direction that your team is supposed to be going in. Right now, we don't know what that direction is. And that's the hardest part, I think, for a fan, mm -hmm. for us, is to figure out if we hang on to this, fine, we don't make the playoffs this year. Okay, that sucks, and that's the shits, and, and things didn't go well. Oh, we're, we're banking on a bounce back next year. Well, that's a big maybe. That's a big maybe with aging players yep. with massive contracts. That's not a direction to me. That's a maybe. That's a that's a big if. For sure it is. I agree. And look, like you are right on the extension conversations. To this point, it's been an unmitigated disaster. And in hindsight, you wish you didn't sign them. The problem is we're here now. 
Someone's going to be the GM of this team this summer, whether that's Treliving or somebody new, and they're going to have to deal with this shit. And that's what we're all talking about here is what is the plan moving forward and how does this year's deadline factor into it if you don't know that the guy running the deadline is or isn't going to be here this summer? Like that to me is, is the, the most pressing issue, big picture right now, is who's going to build the plan for this group moving forward and what is the plan? Well, I think we know what the plan is. The plan is probably going to be what it has been for the last 20 years, which is try and put out a team that's going to make the playoffs. They haven't strayed from that. That's probably it. But again, if if it's not Treliving, does, does Has that it matter which GM it is? I Jay wonder. Feaster, Daryl Sutter, Brad Treliving. It has not changed. Maybe so we jumped on... Yeah, we remember we jumped on Feaster. It was an idiotic comment. We're going to make the playoffs. Remember, he said it in training camp one year when he was here, and and Pinder, you were flipping out. You're like, why would you say that? Like, what is the objective here? Yeah, also anyway, saying you get two players in the right. draft. I, that was the mandate. That was the other thing he always said: is the mandate from ownership is yep. to make the playoffs. Well, and the mandate probably doesn't change to your point, but I wonder if this past year hasn't been a sobering reminder of okay, like. Boy, I don't know. They've been Maybe. worse than this. They've been older than this. Oh, of course, they've they had but, worse but, cap. But where have they than been? This. Where have they missed expectations by this much? Maybe not since the year after they were the one seed mm. in the West, and that's really what this is about. It's not that like they're awful because they're not. If they had some a few more saves, they're probably hanging on a wild card. To Rhett's point, is that a long term plan to just be a wild card and try to get in? But I wonder if there's a more disappointing six to 12 months than what this owner's watch transpired. Boy, and you know what? You talk about missing expectations. I don't think expectations were crazy. You had a goaltender who was tremendous last year. You brought in a guy who was a perennial top 10, top five scorer. You, you, you had pushed. reason to believe that this was going to be a, a good team that it, would be contending for the division. We thought it was a deeper blue line. Wow, you got like five top four guys with adding Uyghur to this mix. We didn't know Shillington was going to be here, but still, that's you're deeper on the blue line. You're one, two, three down the middle at center ice. You're like, holy shit, like Backlund's actually a third line center now. He's going to devour those matchups, and he has. He's been great. Probably he and Toffoli are two best forwards. You're okay. We got some kids that are ready to come in. Look at here's Jacob Pelche probably graduates this year. There's a lot of reason to think this team would be good. What no one saw, and we could talk about the production of free agents, but like nobody saw this team being 30th in save percentage at five on five. Like what? No. A Daryl Sutter coach team. Say it again. 30th in five on five save percentage. And so I think there's flaws with this group, and it's not a perfect roster. But if you had 15th or 16th ranked goaltending at five on five, like, where are you? What are we talking about? I don't know that it's the same conversation. It's really fucked them, <laughs> the goaltending. And, and no, they're not so great. What, to... was... Sorry, go ahead. Play the game, though. Because, to, Pinder, you understand the, the more you dig in more and you're nerdy with numbers and you're better at it. Watch your put your GM hat on. What yep. are you doing? Well, you got a kid in the minors that's been superb stopping pucks everywhere he's been his whole life that is starting to look like, okay, graduation time is getting close. Is it this spring? Is it next fall? When you're a rookie and a sophomore and you could go theoretically back to back goaltender of the year, it might be time to graduate. So they got to figure out where, when, and if Dustin Wolf gets a look. And if that's the case, now you're looking at, okay, what is Markstrom? 
How much would you have to eat to move him? Is he a buyout candidate? And what's Dan Vladar, who when he was extended at $2.75 million a year, looked like a really good backup, but all of a sudden, now you're like, geez, like, what? like now he's looking like the guy that needs one more save a night, and it's only one bad month, but it happens to coincide with a month where Markstrom's not making a save. I think they got to figure out what they're doing in net here. Is it? Are you making these guys available right now? Are there teams out there that can take on Vladar or Markstrom? Nobody Probably wants not. a goalie not in form in not season. One. In the offseason, sure, but not right now. There's, you're, you're, you're playing in front of a different system. You have new goalie coaches. There's that communication between D and goalie. Where do I leave it? But Vladar, you could argue, Vladar, you could argue, I mean, his last two games have maybe been subpar, but, I mean, prior to that, what was it, 10 in a row? He had a nice point streak. Points, like, the numbers are like league average or a little worse. I don't know that anyone's like, hey, let's go get Dan Vladar. I mean, I think at the no, offseason, a lot of people would be interested. For t- for, for, it might be safety net for teams. That, I, anyway, I don't know why. I think all, all the contenders have backups as good or better is my thought. Like, Well, Keith Kincaid just got traded. He's a third stringer. Yeah. Oliver Shillington, 31 points in 73 games last year. Was a, again, for what you take. Plus 34, and I know the team was different then. Everyone was plus. In that but how team. are you going to ever, like you say, you're going to, you bring in Uyghur, yeah, but you lose another one of your top four. You lose a top four guy, and your goalie, the bottom falls right out. Mm-hmm. 888 save percentage. It's getting worse. It's, it's, he's AHL. He, that's, and, how and could you, what has happened? Who saw this coming? No. How? Top five in Vesna votes, two of the three seasons prior. Goudreau wasn't a selkie guy, nor was Kachuk. This isn't as though they went from a stout defensive team that kept shot totals low and protected their goalies, and now it's a friggin' pinball machine. It's a similar environment, right? Jesus like, Christ, it's the same, same goalie, coach? Same, sim- yeah, same system, similar environment in terms of quality of chances. Maybe a I little more know. high danger this year. Out of all the years, right? You, there's some you just scratch your head and you can't figure it out. Islanders like, well, it was the road trip and the new building. Well, how'd mm-hmm. they go from there? Well, you had some rationale. And some injuries, yep. This team's been healthy. Uh, the locker room doesn't seem right. They don't, I don't think the players like the coach. The goaltender has gone right off the rails. And by the way, congratulations to Jacob Markstrom, who uh, welcomed his first child into the world today. Congratulations, Jacob. I wonder what he's, if he's been thinking about that at all. That's lovely. Well, but T's and P's you know, to mom not, and the let's kid. Not dis, let's not discount that. That might be a huge piece I, of I think the pressure it is. that he's feeling. How the hell do we know? No, I, and I'm not trying to joke about it. Legit, I think if we... It's bigger in life. I know. I would think, Rhett, if you, if you tried to chalk it up, I don't think he's lost the physical ability to play net. I think most of his issues are right here, right? Like between here and here. That, that, that I'm pointing to my ears, by the way, if you're listening. Like, That's right. The, the, I think these are mental uh, problems with his game, not physical ones. Would you disagree with that? Like, because I'm not making light of it. I just I'm kind of trying to remind people that yeah, like that's a big change for someone. I not in the least. I mean, it's it can be, and rightfully so, an all-consuming thing. Like it's a hundred percent something that can be. It's not bothersome. It's. It, you have a different lifestyle. It's a whole different purpose with life. Everything changes. Oh, so buckle yeah, up. Not easy to do. <laughs> you ready to just, not sleep? Just wait till now. Like Christ, now the kid's here. Yeah. Ready. Now, could I convince you, and I'm not trying, yep. but could I convince you that the best thing for this team would be simply to run it back and say that Markstrom, Huberdo, 
all everything. Maybe a Shillington, maybe a Wolf. Whatever. Yeah. Anomaly. I don't shit year circumstances that were out of your control. Maybe it took a year for the Gaudreau, Monahan, Kachuk, all of that to somehow iron itself out, get the room right, that too much went too badly in one year for this to be something that isn't just a blip. I would, to say it's the best course of action might be a bit of a challenge, but to think that it would be unreasonable to suggest they'd be good again? No. Like, where were Seattle a year ago? Where were the Devils a year ago? Where was Buffalo a year ago? Where was Winnipeg a year ago? Like, we forget that year over year, there's just a lot of chaos and volatility. It's not like there's 16 well-run teams and 16 poorly run teams, and those are all your playoff teams, and these are all your shitty teams. Yeah, there's a few that linger on the the same side of that line for a while, but there is huge churn every year. Like, Florida. How the fuck do the Florida Panthers not own a playoff spot? The Winnipeg one's interesting. There's like lots say, of them, man. If, if you only want to look at the goaltending, because good team when their goalie's good mm-hmm. and struggle to get in when their goalie isn't good, and he was not great last year, and this year he's bounced back and look where they are. Um, There's I don't a, know. I, 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 think it's, I think it's probably what this team ends up doing because it's not crazy to think they could be better and it's not crazy to suggest they could get better goaltending than 30th. You know, dare I say even top third, given that the coach and some of the personnel you have. Uh, and as you said, I don't see how you trade Uyghur. You can if you really want to lose it. If you yeah, want, how do you dig out I don't of know. it anyway? Like, I don't think you losing a top four guy doesn't help you, especially if you don't know that all our shielding teams come back. You don't want to play with three top four D. And like Nikita Zadorov has done a lot of things. I don't want to see him in a top four all because every time I do, I'm pulling my hair out. And you got a lot left somehow. Of hair with I all thought, the. I thought you, you meant of Zadorov. Up. I was getting scared. There's only oh. one more year of Zadorov. There's a guy who can train right now. You know what I mean, Rhett? I, I don't know, because I'm with you. It's like, blow it up and get... But they don't have a lot of young D or forwards waiting to break in. You can trade for draft picks or whatever, but it takes a while for them to come in. Yeah. I almost feel like, and I don't... I'm not hanging my hopes on it, but do you, do you look at it and say, let's bring it back. You got to just bring it back. Tweak. Maybe, I, at, at worst case... It's not right, but you get more for those guys next year than you would right now because they are absolute wow. rock bottom. Or it's just because the there's is, last year the deal. Yeah. So I I, I'm a, I agree with it. I think that's probably what's going to happen because I don't know how you, you spin this any other way. I think you have to stick to this lineup in a way like I, to try and make change because what you're going to have to do to make changes is trade guys you don't want to trade anyway. Yeah, exactly. Right, like the the movable pieces are the pieces you want to keep. I got a perfect so example. You want to probably have to. So, like, let's say what's that perfect example. It's like, oh, you could get a ton for Tyler Toffoli. Like, you're damn right you could. But guess what? Yeah. You're going to spend all offseason trying to do find fucking Tyler Toffoli to sign him. Like, you're not going to go to the yes. market and find a guy that's going to score thirty for four and a quarter. Of course, you could get a lot for Tyler yes, Toffoli, so and he opens a Tyler Toffoli sized yes. hole in your roster. Whoever the fucking GM is, you could do it. I don't and think so you're ahead. Unless- yeah, so unless you're going completely restock and, and build from the ground up type of scenario, then you're, then, then you're trading guys you don't want to get rid of anyway. My concern with going into next year is, does it become even worse if it doesn't work out? Now, I, how do you dig out of it? You have a liquidation button next year if it doesn't work. I don't think it would be hard to move any yes, of those but, six free but, agents next year, even if the team isn't playing well because... You know, Tyler Toffoli, his whole career, 
has scored goals. Chris Tanev, his whole career, has played shutdown D. Now, maybe there's an injury concern with Tanev. I'll give him that. That's the only blemish on his whole resume is that he can miss a lot of time. He's missed 10 games in three years in Calgary. Uh, that's incredibly low for three years or two and a half. Um, I, I think clearly Noah Hannafin has the capacity to play huge minutes anywhere. Um, I don't think everyone around a power play. Michael Backlund can clearly be a shutdown centerman. Elias Lindholm, everyone would want to build around, and he's up at the end of next year. If this thing hits, goes off the rails next year, you can still turn all those parts around. I haven't even mentioned Zadorov. Like, I think you could get almost a first for every single one of those guys. And all of a sudden now it's like, shit, this could be a retool. I don't need to use all these picks. I can go swap it over here and grab that guy and give a pick here and take that guy. Uh, I don't worry about carrying those assets into next year. And at least, whether it's true living or not, you'll have the guy that you want making the plan if it goes sideways. Yeah, and I guess if you're going to move all those guys and do a retool and you, you're forced to... It just sucks because you're going to be hang, have to hang on to guys like... Again, we're playing the what if. So mm-hmm. what if we go into next year, nothing changes, and they're still struggling and you're kind of stuck, and now you're in the same spot a year from now. Well, now you're going to dump the guys that you don't really want to get rid of, and you're going to be stuck with guys like Huberto that aren't producing and are chewing up big money. But I guess if you're retooling and starting from the bottom up, who cares? Yeah. You got it's you've got you should have plenty of cap space. Yeah, I, I think the wild cards are Shillington. Like we don't know where he's at. Does he ever play hockey again? Does he play top four next year? That's a pretty wide berth of, yeah. thi- of things that could happen, right? Dustin Wolf. Want to see him at the NHL level. I don't know that now's the time necessarily, although they're not going to say it, but that's, that is a big factor in the life cycle of an NHL team. Can you get saves from a goalie beyond average? He's done it at every level except this one. And then the other one we haven't really talked about all year on this show, but it's important. Their first rounder from a couple of years ago, Matthew Coronado, is filling the net with Harvard. They're in the ECAC playoffs. They'll be in the tournament, which extends his season. He could start burning year one of an entry level as soon as the – Frozen four tournament, he's out, and he's the type of player they don't have a lot of. He's a winger that can score from distance and shoots at a shit ton. Uh, that's a nice piece to add in, whether you're in contention next year or shedding a Toffoli like part. The, I mean, but and then it goes now you're firing Daryl Sutter because he can't work with kids, right? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's I mean, it's it's a silliest. It's, it's, it's a you know, I'm being a bit. <laughs> Ridiculous. It's not ideal. I mean, that is the gen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the general consensus is that he doesn't want to build up a team of kids and uh, and and run that sort of daycare system. Yeah, he's a win now guy. There's expectations. He's not in it. To, anyway, I I don't know. It's, it's I guess at the at the very start of the conversation as we kind of put a bow on it at least for now. It's just hard to look at this collection right now. And feel like they're going to make a run here because this they're getting, year yep. they're getting left behind. That yeah. gap is now, and I know Elliot said it going into that game on Saturday. It's not a direct. You're not in the same division. You're not fighting with Colorado. No, you just but if you points. don't win this game, troubles. Well, I take a look yesterday. Columbus is up two nothing on Minnesota. You're like shit. That's big. The Wild don't get points against Columbus, and then it was Kaprizov, Kaprizov, overtime, Kaprizov. They win three two. <laughs> One of those years. What do you think the mood's like, Rhett? You've been around a Sutter team when things aren't great. He's lightened up publicly, hasn't he? I think it. I don't think Daryl's Daryl's smart enough to realize that right now is not the time to put the squeeze on. I mean, 
he had, I think he had the squeeze on early mm-hmm. and he realized that maybe this wasn't working. And I'm, I think it's off. He's looked better. He looks more comfortable. Even the look on his face, he doesn't have that pissed off. Yeah. I'm going to slap somebody after every game. Look, I, I think it's, I think he's absolutely 100% realized that is not working. We, I better find a different way. He's been around long enough. We can critique him all we want. He's been around long enough. He knows when things aren't going the way they're supposed to, and he's smart enough to change. Yeah, we said it last week. He's stubborn, but he's not an idiot. He's a very smart human, and I think it was kind of rock bottom for that strategy with the Pelche thing, and now it seems like he's ready to battle with the media, who he took a swipe at on the weekend, not his own players, which we saw more of prior to the Pelche thing up until that point. What number is he? I think you know his number. Coming up in March... We've got tickets for you to go and see this Calgary Flames team. At How about that? Saturday. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks to Mad Rose Pub, we have tickets against Minnesota, New Jersey, Vegas, and the Los Angeles Kings. It's four playoff teams, Dean. That's How right. How lucky are you? Five. Uh, four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mad Rose Pub in Royal Oak. 20 beers on tap. Kid-friendly Saturday, Sundays, and Mondays. They are, they are firing out incredible food out of that kitchen every single day. Mm-hmm. Pizza, soup, steak. I should, I'll, you know, Wings before the tea. end of the show, Wings. I'll go and see what the uh, the deal the, the deal is today. Because every day they've got something special going on at Mad Rose Pub, fifteen Royal Vista Place. If you're anywhere close, put it into your GPS. Get there and enjoy yourself. Madrose.pub is the website. Maybe you want to get some uh, some food brought in. Order it in to your workplace, to your office. Do it today. Good stuff there from uh, from Mad Rose Pub. Four games coming up in March. Love it. There you go. It's a busy month. I just just breaking it down. Break it down. Fifteen games, nine against playoff teams, eight at home, and uh, what's, what remains after that's interesting. They have an incredibly soft final two weeks of the year. A lot at home, a lot of bad teams, but it feels like they're going to have to do something to actually mean, make that matter at that point because they keep losing ground here. They're not treading water. They should have sent marks from home. It wasn't a practice Two weeks today, ago. so he's at home. Right? You're having a kid. You're struggling. Go home. They shouldn't have brought him on the road trip, that's for sure. Struggling. Bring Wolf up. I, I know it impacts the Wranglers. Honest, and that- to God, honest to God, that might have, you think about it, and I get it. It's professional, and it's maybe not the approach that teams take, but on a personal level and on a let's get this guy ready to come back, I mean, I don't think he's going to get out of shape. But if he'd have been allowed to stay home, knowing that he was having a child, there's a you gain a lot of respect from the player. Now, you don't have to do it, and it's not expected. But for a guy that was struggling, it might have been brilliant. It might have been the absolute best thing to do for organizationally. You stay home. We'll call Wolfie. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yeah. 
kid, reset, take two weeks, get settled in, get that routine going, come back. We're ready to have you back when you're ready to go. The other thing is, like, I don't think you were, like, everyone's like, you can't bring up young goalies, you're ruining them. Well, just send them back down. Oh, like, if you're bringing him up and tell him he's got two months and this is his career, like, if it's Carter Hart, you make him the one, of course it's going to mess with the guy's mm-hmm. head. If he's up because Markstrom's having a kid, I mean, if he doesn't play well, you just don't play him again. You're not ruining him. Well, like, that takes a little bit him. crazy. I'm seeing well, a lot of that. Because you think sick. about... Wolfie, you've been dynamite. Yeah. We're going to give you a little reward here. We're going to send... it. Give the kid a reward and a taste of what it's like and let Markstrom relax and get, get reset with his life. I, I, I don't know. It's, I think it could have been – I think it was an opportunity missed. We said it here. You see, when you're in that headspace – and listen, he's not had a great year, so it hasn't been a year of this. But when you're a few weeks out, a week out, you've got your phone on the bench during practice. You've got – is my phone charged? You're calling home. You're texting this whole – like – it is to turn your life upside down. And anyone listening that's got a kid knows exactly what we're talking about. But then you factor in, as you say, Rhett, you're on the road. You're yeah. on the road. You're not playing well. You're you feel like it. shit because you're potentially letting your team down. You're traveling all the places. How are you? Are you good? Is that how, could try, uh, Send them home. You're right. It could have been, you almost kind of masquerade. I don't know what the downside would have been. I don't know what the downside was. I don't see one. It's not like he's been good for the last Well, What season. was the downside? <laughs> Vladar knows he's getting a start. So he can get settled in, to, to right? Like, focused on it. Like, the, it wasn't that tough a travel trip. Like, anyway, it's too late. So, who cares? Another great idea. Hindsight. We're good at that. From eh? us, Miss. No, listen, we said it at the time. <laughs> Didn't we? I mean, yeah. Over a week ago, that said, send him home. Can't remember either. Send him home. He needs it. The t- All of it. It made sense on every level, so... Hmm. Uh, I want to tell you, uh, we, we brought it up last week that uh, one of our new one of our new partners, St. Eugene Golf Resort oh, yeah, and yeah. Casino. I was looking at the old uh, the old website. Got a lot going on there, hey? Uh, you tell me. You were just at the championship website. golf course. Yeah. You got the casino, restaurants. Cool. You into hiking? You like hiking? You like getting out and getting fresh air in that mountaineer over there in Buffalo? He doesn't oh, have dude, views like love that it. and. Western New York. Love taking my dog for long walks and hikes. It's great. Yes, he loves it too. Championship golf course, casino, spa, restaurants, mountains surrounding you in all directions. It's time to discover or rediscover the St. Eugene Golf Resort and Casino. Yes, it's the end of February. We're getting into March. I saw on their website 40-some-odd days before they're going to be cracking open that golf course. That's it. Wow. The Spring Swing Golf Package is now available starting at just two fifty nine. Yeah. You and a friend can enjoy one-night stay, round of golf, power cart. Spring Swing, available from April 14th to May 17th. Why don't you just go check out the website, sainteugene.ca, on social media, at St. Eugene Resort. And, uh, spoiler, I'm going. 
I was going to say, uh, do you have any plans for the last two weeks of April? <laughs> I'm just throwing mama in the back of the... Uh, I, I've just uh, actually wiped that part of the calendar did, eh? clean because yeah, yeah. uh, what I thought was going to be happening in the last two weeks of April, I'm not sure is going to be happening now. Oh, is that right? Well, the playoffs start on what, around the 17th or 18th, oh, so see, suddenly might have a lot of time available. Jinxy, jinxy. Do go check that website out, Eugene.ca. It's truly one of those places where you knew about it, you've seen it, you know exactly what we're talking about, but maybe hasn't been in the front of your mind. It should be now. St. Eugene Resort, got your golf, golf resort casino. You see it there out by Cranbrook, British Columbia. I feel like you must have a lengthy Pinder report today, given everything that happened over the weekend. It's Man, another one. Like, hey, I, oh, I, poor I, James Duthie. James yeah, Duthie's not going to have anything to talk about. <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be eight hours of talking about trades that happened a week ago, it looks like, because there was a ton of trades in the NHL over the weekend. Let's get to it. All right. It's the Pinder Report. It's brought to you by Village Honda, your dealership for life in the Northwest Auto Mall. They still want to buy that car of yours. You can sell it to them, get paid in 24 hours. There's no hassle, no obligation. Just get your appraisal done today. You can contact them again via the website. Or go see them. 7663 110th Ave Northwest. It's the Northwest Automall. It's villagehonda.com. It's Village Honda with the Pinder Report. Well, boys, we'll start in Denver, the Windy City, right? That's right. City by the Bay. Yep. Um, Big Apple. Not a lot of positives for the Calgary Flames, who fell down 2 nothing on uh, the first two shots of the game faced by Jacob Markstrom, although there was this little doozy that helped for a while, at least, swing the momentum in their direction as Milan Lucic got back together with an old foe. Hmm? Nope. Yeah, there's Milan Lucic throwing the... Oh, that was a ripper. Nope. Come on, Elias. Just out for a rip, are you, bud? Stay out of the box. Robert. That's two for him, right? Eh? Hmm. Lucic and McDermott again. Fourth time in their career. You realize that? Two big dudes. Oh, and Milan. Looked like he was in trouble early, but he's hanging in. And then little boop, bonk. One, two, buckle your shoe. McDermott down for the count. Four yeah. tilts in their season, uh, in their careers against each other. That's actually the most amongst uh, any player in the NHL that Milan scrapped against. Don't know if you knew that. You could throw the graphic up if we have it, or the fight. Stroked him. Yeah, he did. Right across the beak. A beak. Not sure I need that. Of all the things that I kind of still on my list of things I would like uh, to uh, to pull I, off. I disagree, Dean. I think you need it more often than... Uh, what? The, and sometimes pin, Pinder Especially and I would me. like to give it to you. Yeah. Um, uh, now, listen. Out of out of the you group... You play the nice guy all who, the time. Who needs to get... <laughs> right? Who needs to get popped on a more regular basis? Huh? There's your fight card. The ten, your boy Prusty, number two. Men. Man, is that right? Is that the... Uh... That's, his, that's his fight card for his really? career. Milan Lucic. Four against McDermott. Three against Brandon Prust. Three against... Oh, spooky tough. Jared Bowl. Dalton Prout. Forever a flame. He three yeah. times. And Borieski. I actually think Prout drilled Luch in one of those fights. Really? Knocked him on his ass. Yeah. Dalton Prout had a good one against Luch. Now, question. If you are going to get stroked, would you mind doing it for uh, $987,000 a season? If you have to take one, at least get paid that. That's what Curtis McDermott's making, right? Still not fun. I don't know. I wouldn't be getting up as quick as he did. Yeesh. Beak. Yeesh. And uh, Daryl Sutter, game, Not hard on his players. You know who's letting this team down? The media. 
don't know if you saw this. Yes, I didn't see it. No, I well, didn't I mean, see it. It was you, it's you it, and Boomer. The, the, look at this. Activity. This is uh, Julie McKenzie of The Athletic. I'm cheering for the Flames. Not everyone standing here is. Ooh! Uh, Daryl. Well, we're not allowed to cheer. Are, are media supposed to cheer? Have you been giving a rough ride in your time in Calgary over the years? Is this a voracious, unfair group of journalists? Oof. This might be the easiest market. It is the me? easiest market going. In this country, not even close. It's not even For close. an Alberta boy, it sure is. And he comes into roses Jeez. like any like Daryl. There's some battles you can win and lose. This ain't a winning fight. I'm trying to pretend the media is a part of the problem here. Like, yeah, you know, if Wes Gilbertson had been standing for that power play, huh? Maybe if your tone was a little bit better, Warner. Yeah. You know. You know, if, if Warner hadn't said that thing, there's another save for Markstrom. Hmm? I'm listen, not sure you're cheering listen, for the Flames. The only, reason, the only reason I feel comfortable bitching and moaning as much as I have is because I'm a million miles away. I'm That's comfy from cozy there. in the eastern time zone. I don't have to run into anyone at the grocery store. It's easy out here. If Darren Haynes didn't write that article, I would have taken Lucic off that line a month ago. Damn media, stop letting this team down. Beat reporters. Hey, Daryl. Job. Daryl, if you could uh, like and subscribe. Yeah, please. Five stars. That'd be good. Thumbs. Subscribe. Flames Nation uh, channel on YouTube, on your Spotify and Apple download. Got to subscribe and like. If you click on the, on the bell, it'll alert you every time the new one goes up. And look. Maybe that's what's happening. You know what? Well, ding. If I had a light bulb thing to, to do the visual, I would went. let it go up. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what's happened. Do you know, Dean, Ryan, over the course of our show, how many times have we influenced and made aware all the issues and the problem or the the answers to these problems, Mm. right? For free. There's power play issues, flight issues, diet and health issues, mental issues. We've answered a lot of this stuff. The problem is, they don't know where we have to get in front of them and let them know that we're not no longer on the radio. It's a podcast. Mm. They got to find us on a podcast now. Hmm. Got to get Daryl to change his listening habits. Then we're fine. Right? Damn. Yes. Maybe it is our fault. Get in front of mm-hmm. poor Mark. Send him from, an email. Hey, everyone's pointing fingers at him. It's our bad. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. You're the ones, Sorry, fellas. you know, cursing former flames scoring. Tell them to like and subscribe. Dobson, Jankowski. Going a big heater one. here. Going a big heater. Let's go. It. Let's go. Yeah, Barn what's burner. That, what's that media straightens things out? This team's on a heater. Uh, Problem solved. Let's go. Here's uh, maybe why Daryl's playing the us against the world card. Here's a look at the Western Conference standings, fellows. As uh, Calgary finds themselves still looking up at the two wild card teams, although those two teams have changed. Suddenly the Jets in a wild card. Seattle in a wild card. And again, Four points from wildcard to first in the central. Six points from, excuse me, three points from wildcard to first in the central. Six points from wildcard to first in the Pacific. She is wide open in the West, fellas, aside from don't play Colorado. That's the one. Still still a waste of eight days in jet fuel, right? Gotta be. Might be less than that now. Are we... Are we at all worried about these Oilers continuing to climb the... Well, they lost to Columbus in regulation the other night, so, I mean, I still wonder about their ability to defend. Um, But, yeah, like, no one's taken these divisions, so... But in a... Season ends today, LA Edmonton round one. Who are you taking? 
Well, I, I like that matchup. It was seven gamer last year. Wasn't the ass because uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I I'm can't just do it. Jinxy hey? pants. Okay, I can't good. say anything there. <laughs> Nothing's gonna work. All right, fine. If I say one, I'm a turncoat. If I say the other, I'm jinxing it. Yeah. Okay. Just I hate jumping in front of the uh, in front of Pinder on the Pinder report because this is his time to shine. But it it is interesting to look at the Western Conference numbers. At, Compared to the Eastern Conference, numbers, it is coming. Like, what's the top team in the West? 76, 76 okay. points, Vegas. So while look at it's like he's reading the script. Let's go to those Eastern Conference standings where the team at the top is the next team the Calgary Flames will be playing. And yeah, 95, a little more than 76. Oh, 82 shit. more than 76. 78, oh. 86, 83, 77. Every team not in a wild card would be winning their division in the West. And that's with the not so fun having to play the East schedule that they've been dealt. You could make a case these six best teams in the NHL are all in the Eastern Conference if you just ignore the fact that Colorado's a machine that's just ready to get healthy and go. Boston is on pace. Well, they're certainly... Tr- to become the fastest tr- team, sorry, Red, to like, hit the 100-point 100, uh, 100 plateau. Which means they're also on pace to break the record for wins in an NHL season, which would be something. Speaking of Boston... Um, man, we've, we, we know about the massive season David Pasternak's having. Patrice Bergeron refuses to age. Marchand's still Marchand. Krejci comes back from Europe. He's been great. Jake DeBrusque wanted out. Now he's just scoring on the top line. We haven't been talking about the monster offensive output of Linus Olmark. The he's, goalie. A go- he's a goaltender, yeah. He, even he is finding ways to chip in. So take a peek here, Rhett. Oh, the Canucks. This one stinks. Those jerseys look good, though. I feel do, bad. Yeah. You know? Just listen to Jack Edwards here, too. Of course. Olmark is going to try it, and he scores! Linus Olmark, the odds-on Fezzanet Trophy winner, scores an empty net goal to seal this win. You're seeing history. <laughs> oh, for Christ. Yep, he's lost the it. The selling line. <laughs> That's very Jack Edwards, boys. That's what it is. Vancouver and uses the middle of the offensive blue line for a redirect. That's got to go to one corner to the Vancouver. other. Vancouver. At least it didn't happen in a building that, you know, they won the cup in and the fans already hated that team so fucking much. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they've forgotten about it, though. It was a long time ago. Quinn Hughes wasn't even in there, and he freaking rips the puck after it goes in. He's pissed. Bruins are good, boys. We'll see it tomorrow night here at the Dome. They're in Edmonton tonight. Oh, that way bets the day coming up. Holy. <laughs> Here's the Flames schedule, fellas, as we move into the month of March. Uh, tomorrow, last day of the month, also the uh, final game of the month of February. And it's uh, a, a who's who of teams that we think are in the playoffs that the Flames will be facing here. Not just that, but maybe some of the best teams in the league. So there's the end of the month after Boston. Toronto on the second. I've added a nice little uh, trade deadline. Ding, ding, ding. Graphic there on the third. That's at 1 p.m. Mountain. And then Minnesota twice in four nights. Dallas in there as well. I uh, there's a good yeah there's a there's a good chance that w- one of those teams will be in the Stanley Cup Finals come June. 
of the next four opponents. And if you factor in their last opponent, I would give you a good shot at two teams being in there because it was Colorado on Saturday. It's the meat of the schedule, Dino. I didn't know you were that high on Anaheim. Yeah, there you go, eh? Big Ducks guy. When does Bedard arrive there? Does can he get there now? Does there hmm. still playing in Regina? Overrated, remember though. Overblown. Yeah. Overblown. Overblown. NHL, let's get to some trades. We have a lot of trades to announce. You're gonna want to hear this. I think it's getting better. Am I getting closer? Still? Yeah, it's good. Okay, good. It's we'll start years. with uh, the the biggest fish of them all, a shark. <laughs> Timo Meyer, <laughs> off to New Jersey. There's the trade. They're eating half the money. He's got a $10 million QO this summer qualifying offer, RFA. Devils do not have a deal in place, have not talked extension. They can do so now as they own him. He comes over with Scott Harrington, depth defender, and a whole lot of stuff going to San Jose. It's the first rounder this year, conditional first next year, and a couple lottery tickets and two young prospects. Um it's not blow me away, amazing for the Sharks, but feel free to hit on those firsts. And yeah, maybe it is a great opportunity to retool. It's also a lot of bodies there, and they are not a deep flush system with prospects. Tough spot for the Sharks, really good landing spot for Meyer, and the Devils all of a sudden in that Metro division line up with the Rangers in, in round one because Carolina probably wins that division, Red. We could have Toronto, Tampa, and Rangers, Devils in round one. Amazing. Let's start it now. I got a new popcorn popper. I'm ready for the playoffs. Let's go. Did you get a new one? Now, are you butter and then salt? Or are you just using salted butter? Like, walk me through your popcorn. You're layering. Give me fuel. Give me fire. Give me Timo fucking fire. That's a great shirt. That's a great shirt. Holy shit. That guy was putting that on the internet for like a month. And that dude rocking the triple X got his wish, baby. That's at least a trip. <laughs> Maybe a quad. Yeah, that's, that's a, a quad. quad. Yeah, Is that a four by shirt? That's a tarp. <laughs> can you put? <laughs> can you put the logo on? Can you get a logo on a Momo? Come on, that's now. awesome. All right, good stuff. He's going to jail. That it's guy. Timo Meyer. There you are. Good thing Lamarillo isn't still there. A guy being handcuffs already. Holy. Using a logo. Never mind. It's not clean shaven. That guy could use a razor. And a step climber. Okay. I don't. Let's go oh, I, I use butter flavored olive oil, Ryan. Oh. Butter flavored olive oil. It's healthy. Jeez. Didn't see that one coming. All right. Well, that's why we ask him. I feel like that, that could have been saved for Thursday's ask rep, but there it is. Uh, not the only deal we saw on the weekend. Let us take a peek at the Nashville Predators who made some news we'll get to later. They send uh, Tanner Janot. Hey, did you know they got more picks than Tanner Janot has ends in his name? And there's four of them. That's quite something. What a haul for Nashville. A first, a second, a third, a fourth, a fifth. Tampa really likes them. And they get Cal Foot. They've traded both Foot brothers now of the Lightning. And this feels a bit like the Brandon Hagel deal. It feels a bit like the Blake Coleman deal. They're willing to give you more for guys they think they can get locked in at a low cap number. That is an incredible haul. It really is. And if that's David Poyle's last deal as GM, it could be a whale of a deal. Because they gave up. What the hell's about- Tampa thinking with that? Well, I mean, it is the one front office I wouldn't second guess. They really like Tanner Janot would be the assumption here. Yeah. Because <laughs> they gave up what, two, almost 20 two firsts for Hagel. Two firsts for Hagel. And, last year. And they gave up the two prospects. Taylor Radish and uh, the other guy that was yeah, yeah. in the World Junior team. Uh, other deals. Ivan Barbashev to Vegas, who 
they sure have first round picks. They just never use them or they just do for trade bait. Here's a list of all the first rounders in the history of the Golden Knights franchise, right? Cody Glass, trade. Nick Suzuki, trade. Eric Bransom, trade. First round in 2018, traded for Thomas Tatar. Peyton Krebs, trade. Zach Dean, the man on the bottom of the list, he goes to St. Louis for Barbashev. And uh, Brendan Brison, the son of the agent Pat, the only first rounder in Vegas history not to be traded yet. <laughs> Pack your bags. They're not waiting around, Rhett. They got a plan there. It's win now. What is use? And it's yeah, going back to Tampa Bay. From day one. Uh, Breezebois had the comment either yesterday or this morning, and it's much the same there. So you don't know what you're getting from tr- from draft picks, and draft picks don't help you now. They help you maybe mm-hmm. a few years down the road. And They're in the window. For Julian Breezebois, we got draft picks. It's assets we use to help this team right now. And when you look at it, they've been to cup finals. They've won cups. they got still probably the best goalie in the world. They're lining up against Toronto round one, who just added O'Reilly and might add a D. I, I, it makes sense. You understand it's an overpay, but it's not the time to – groom a you know 29th overall pick if you're Tampa you get rid of like eventually you go that many years without a first rounder it's going to come home to roost it will you're in a you're in a great market you'll be able to get free agents, free agents. of course we know the tax situation for both Vegas and Tampa Bay you're in a pretty good spot there yeah. so other deals check out this uh, the visuals we've got here of a uh, weather system moving into Manitoba Dean El Nino is Spanish for Winnipeg Jet as he uh, was at it for a second round That's how it went yeah on the weekend how about that Nino need a rider ret look at this they sent him the PJ wow look he's like oh fuck I got oh, my jacket they told me it's very cold here it's gotta be so goddamn cold here he sweats that's what that what is what is this hell hole I have <laughs> entered not too bad here I was told colder I thought it was going to be colder <laughs> Um, uh-huh. Oh, you got a pickup truck, eh? Yeah, oh, it is cold. cold. Yeah, yeah, you know, the wind, that'll get you. Oh, man, it's wind, eh? Jeez. It's not just the wind. Yeah, well, it won't stop, so <laughs> you'll get to enjoy it every wait, yeah. day. Wait till June. <laughs> Let me tell you something there, uh, Nino. That wind's going to last longer than your smile. <laughs> They're in a wild card. Nice little lad for a second rounder. He's got next year on his deal. Keandre Miller. There's other deals we talked about last week. Orlov and Hathaway to Boston. There's some minor stuff. Dadnov, actually, another one that uh, happened. Swapped mm-hmm. straight up for Dennis Gurianov, who scores against the Flames, but apparently not anyone else anymore. Your buddy. He's good against Calgary. Jack Johnson's back in Colorado. Bubble toes. Whatever the hell he's singing. Back with the yeah, cup that's what champs. Bubble toes. Uh, Kratzov to Van. All kinds of deals, boys. My goodness. Wow. The deal is one for one. And you go across the board, somebody had made the uh, kind of the uh, observation. It's a lot of guys leaving the West going to the East. You have Horvat going to New York. You've yep. got Tarasenko going to uh, New York. Right? You've got a lot of these guys going from Other thing to notice? To the, from West to East. <laughs> That's right. Other thing, a lot of forwards. D market remains flush. Chikrin, Gavrikov, McCabe, Susie, Carlson, Shen, Klimberg, Ekholm. Weaker forwards, Tanev, Zadarov, please, please. <laughs> um, a lot of forwards moved. The D market start, maybe finds its feet. We'll see. Okay, we mentioned uh, the Rangers. See Dennis Mulgan. Yes, Den- Dennis Mulgan. Yeah, just 
fucking inside and out Zadorov. So you saw Dennis Maligan. I saw Nikita Zadorov. It's weird how that works. It's like one of those di- those pictures where it's like, okay, tell us what you see. Oh, I see a, a dog chasing uh, his tail. Oh, I see uh, a man jumping out of a building. I saw a lot of Nikita Zadorov. But it was one of it was one of those videos where it's like, watch it over and over and look at something different each time. Yeah. Like, Who is that? Dennis, Dennis Malgan. Okay, go back. Oh, Nikita Zadorov. Oh, geez, that's uh, that's flat-footed. You're flat-footed. Well, back check. Pronate. I have a back check. Yeah, yeah you could use the, the deep, yeah, but And still. in fairness, that well, was another thing you could look for. Is, is there a back check there? A little soft on the back check. It, it's like a, a good piece of art. Just check. something new catches the eye that's every right. time you see it. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Keandre Miller spat on Drew Doughty, and that somehow is related to Patrick Kane. Let me explain. Patty Kane, $10 million a year. They're going to have someone eat half the money. He looks like he's going to line up potentially with the New York Rangers. They're sending guys down. They're trying to get enough cap space, accruing a little bit every day so they can bring him in ahead of the deadline. And now with 5D, Keandre Miller will could be facing a suspension for a spit upon Drew Doughty. Have a little watch here. I don't know if he means to do this or not. We'll talk about his apology afterwards. Hmm? I... Uh... Oh, leave his case there. No, I didn't. Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to. I I wouldn't do it. Here it is. Look at this. Huck Patui. Ready? Oh, Oh, jeez, dude. Come on now. There's no denying it was a spit. He he did apologize online and said he had a chance to apologize to Drew Doughty in person, that this was totally accidental and that he's embarrassed. It's nothing nothing that he'd ever mean to do. It was accidental. It's like when you fall on the goalie, accidental on purpose. purpose. So how does this tie into ca- with like spitting in the cane? Well, What's so if tie? he's suspended, yeah. you're gonna have to. You're gonna roll forty. You're gonna like now, Braden Schneider. You're gonna put him down for money. Sounds like by Wednesday they might have enough space now. They could have had it done tomorrow if not for this. But oh. then we got to see if he's suspended. Kane's going together? there, right? Yeah, yeah. Rangers, Devils, round one is going to be. You find a way, Ooh. and they will. And they will. If they have to play with 5D for a night, they'll do it. Who cares? Big news in Nashville, not just the Tanner Janot uh, five-piece acquisition, six including Cal Foot. Uh, David Poyle, the only GM in the history of the Predators, Rhett, will now become the first of two general managers in Nashville Predator history. He gone. Uh, that's 26 years. Uh, there's Elliot Friedman tweeting that. Going to stay on as a consultant. Why not? I, Brett, would you stay on as a consultant and eat popcorn and watch hockey for free? I'd do it. 100%. Just sit at the table at the draft, say hi to your pals. Longest tenured GM because he was, what, 14 years close. in Washington before that? Yeah, and then what's this? We got a gif up here? Who's this, Retro? Look at that guy. Uh, <laughs> the penguin. Idea. Yep, we're going upstairs, he says. Thumbs up. Uh, we heard for a while Barry Trotz wasn't way. about his next coaching job so much as where could he potentially get a gig as GM. Well, where do they know Barry Trotz better than Nashville? Winning his coach in franchise history, longest chapter of his career is with the Preds. Very interesting. It all makes sense. And, uh, you know, hindsight reporting, apparently bought a home in Nashville last summer. Hmm. And do you think he runs the risk of getting fired? In Nashville, right? No. There you go. There's your job. Take it for a Take decade. Take it for as long as you want it. Let us know when you're done. I'm happy for that guy. Everyone loves Barry Trotz. Now, uh, but this does throw into question some of the reporting from a year ago where a guy at a gas station said he was coming to the Jets. He's not going to the Jets. Don't give me that face. <laughs> All right. Fair. 
other sports. We hate them, but we are forced to talk so about it. So it works for Eric Francis, but, but, you know, this time, is that how it goes? I don't know. Okay. Damian Lillard, 71 points last night. You ever uh, hung 71 in the NBA, Rhett, in the association? Uh, yes. Uh, NBA yes. Jams, I think it was the game was called. Jam, yep. I Same absolutely yep. crushed it. I was dynamite. Speaking fire. of dynamite, watch this drive here. There's one guy. There's one, two, three. Damian Lillard. Lillard. Flushed. Down the boulevard, Don't Rhett. care. Love the boulevard. Uh, you might care about this. I knew you were in the bidding, and after getting rejected with your offer to buy the Saskatoon Blades, it's only a matter of time before Rhett does find a pro sports team to own. Sounds like your offer was a little light for the Milwaukee Bucks, who sold for $3.5 billion. That's oh. what? The smallest market? Second smallest market in the NBA? And the second highest sale price for an NBA franchise since, you know, the one last month. Holy shit. Rat. You need wealthier buddies if you're going to buy a team. Prices like this, inflation's killing you, man. What's Snyder going to get for, for Washington? I would, why not $5 billion? Like What's he going to get and for Two that years team? ago, he'd been like probably $2 billion. My goodness. Crazy. You're a horrible human, and we're going to make you sell your team. You'll learn a lesson. Here's $5 Here's billion. Here's $5 Actually, I'll take six, and he's probably right. He could probably get six. I guess I'll take my lumps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a Jesus crime and punishment, Christ. eh? Hey? Yeah. To, to be that, to, to, to have run afoul that badly. Yeah. That's the punishment. Yeah. Sorry, you're going to have to live with it. Well, and that's <sighs> like the douchebag in uh, Phoenix who just sold the Suns for what was the mm-hmm. highest selling price. So. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, and finally, the Chicago Bears sitting first overall in that NFL draft. We've talked a lot about the NFL. The this cocaine year, Bears? Boys. No, not, uh, nor meth bear. This is the Chicago Bears, the weakest of all those Bears you mentioned. They don't really need a quarterback with Justin Fields, and they're sitting at one, and there's a whole lot of teams between uh, two and ten that do need a quarterback. Boom, boom. This would make for a very entertaining NFL draft if the Bears wanted to throw that into play, and it sounds like they have. Cool. Oh, trade the pick. Stay with Fields. Yeah. Let the other guy be an absolute stud, and Fields washes out. 100%. Just like Mitch Trubisky. Remember that with him? Oh, yeah. Do it again. And speaking of Bears, you have Meth Bear, which was the Bruins jerseys they wore at the outdoor game. Mm-hmm. You have Chicago Bears. We had Cocaine Bear, the movie that Rhett's very excited about. And we also have uh, a word of wisdom to Rhett next time he's hunting. You can put the camera down and help your buddy when he runs into Forest Bear. I didn't know you. Were you hunting? I don't know what he's doing, but look at this. He's got his buddy there. I love getting up there. And look, Rhett's working the camera here, taking video. Is that Weimer? Can you help the, the big animal? Because I know Weimer's big into hunting. Like, come on, man. The big human said he could handle it. The big human could not handle it. And, yeah, you can climb a tree, but so can bears. That's the problem Don't climb a tree, dude. Well, I mean, what are you going to do? He's biting his shoe. Get away. So there's a dude in a tree. Like, Rhett, you're filming. I can watch the camera shaking. You can go help your bud? Like, throw a brick at this guy or something. That bear is. draw attention to myself. I'm sorry, boom, boom, but you're going to have to feed this bear. The good news was, though, uh, Rhett was committed to getting good content for the pin report. So he didn't run. He just stayed and kept filming. All right, did it, did it. <laughs> Jesus, that bear is three times that guy's size. Holy cow. And by weight, probably 10. Yeah. Oof. Rhett fluent in Russian. Didn't know That's that. That's right. <laughs> 
That's your pender apart, fellas. <laughs> bears. Brought to you by. Jitsu. Yeah. I could take yeah, Jitsu. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Brought to you by Village Honda. Northwest Automall, the all-new CRV hybrid has arrived. It is on the ground at Village Honda. Stop by, see it, road test it, smell it, feel it, taste it. Order one for yourself at Village Honda, your dealership for life. <laughs> VillageHonda.com. I mean, what do you do there? And all question, the, you're screwed. Is it strop- my question that was my question is, Dean, do you think you could have got up that tree? No. What are you supposed to do? Just lay down, play dead? Stop, drop, and roll. Let what do you do? Pie you around like a ball I, for half an hour. For me, at that in this in this particular instance, I would be saying, Dean or Ryan, can you help me out here? Yeah. <laughs> Stop filming. Get your ass over here. Some... Rhett. Throw this is there, it? a ham sandwich, yeah. and get me out of here. Yeah, seriously. Do you have any any honey? Do you have, do you have a jar of honey on you by chance? You seen the the sniffer on that animal? I think he's coming to you if you got honey in your backpack. He's not going for the tree. Ah, you know what? I was uh, I was told over the weekend that because it's warming up and springtime is coming, that springtime is big for engagements. When did you get engaged? What time of year? It was well. See, we did it all backwards. We had kids first, so that didn't really do it well. I think it was the fall, but spring yeah. would have made sense. Yeah. That is the season. Flowers in bloom, love is in the yeah, air. Yeah, yeah. Well, when did you take spring. the photos in the water with the... Uh... See, that was the pregnancy one, and that would have been spring for sure. Yeah. And those were creepy as shit and still get sent to me by my buddies, and it's still funny to them. Can you explain yeah, what they are the exactly? We need, so when... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, what? Was bursting at the seams with two in the single occupancy Are there two in there? There was two in there. Yeah. I mean... Bunk beds? <laughs> one civil... <laughs> One hardened criminal. Yeah. Ready to take over the world. So two. It's pinky in the brain in there. That's two what it was. buns in the oven. Yeah. She really wanted, really wanted to get some uh, photos done. And so we uh, had a photographer that she really liked. And we went to a park that she really liked. And we geared down and waded into the pond, which she really liked. And we got a bunch of black and white photos where I looked like a total douche. Well, I mean, what do you do? What are you doing? Like... Fly Just fishing caressing and holding and looking sappy. It's uh, not my proudest moment. Certainly on the scale of uh, Vance Joy concerts, it's quite a bit worse. <laughs> uh, so either way, you know, that's what the, uh, I, again, so Retro, when did you uh, pop the question? When was it? Uh... It would be spring. Yeah, because yeah. I was told spring. spring. It's engagement season. Is engagement season, which got me to thinking maybe you haven't, because the three of us here, we all went to Vina Nova and got our wives gifts for Christmas. And I can only speak for myself. It was a huge hit. You can speak for all of us. It was fantastic. They have not left her ears since arriving. Yeah, it's, uh, she's getting comments about it. She's showing it off. She's super pumped about it. And I know that the shoveler is the same way. I, prior to hearing from Justin from Nova, I didn't know anything about lab-grown diamonds. I knew nothing about the process or that there was value to it or anything, which makes me a shitty husband, but, you know, whatever. Better every day, Dean. Better now. Yep. Nova is Calgary's lab-grown diamond specialist, the only store in Calgary that specializes exclusively in lab-grown diamonds. So if you're one of those guys, you think, man, this is, is this the year the heat is on? I know we're getting married. I'm going to do pop the question, do that whole thing. But how do you get a ring? How much money do you spend on a ring? This is how you do it. The product is second to none. 
We've talked about it. You, there's the mine diamonds, and then there's these. They're the same. Same composition. In some, in many cases, more pristine than the stuff that comes uh, that's mined out of the ground. Eighty percent, seventy percent, sixty percent is what you're going to save on these, or you just get more bang for your buck. It's two strategies, Dean. You save a bunch of money, or you blow the doors off that piece of jewelry with more diamonds. Yeah. So if this is potentially, and I'm not saying do it. But if you're going to, you are going to do it. You know, if you're going right. to do it, then there's no other way to. Uh, there's nothing else to tell you. Vinanova.com is the website. They are in the second floor of Stephen Avenue Place. Justin is solid. His sister, great family, great people. They have been in the jewelry business for decades, and this is the way to go. Vinanova, lab grown. Why? 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 I mean, if you're going to do it, you're, you're going to do go it. Vinanova. Vinanova.com. You don't have to get those sappy photos done either. That's should have stood. So you were in the water too with the there was, was a, there was a sash and my arm around the big. Uh, yeah, you were doing one of those. Yeah. The old trying to get around. It's too hard. She's four feet around at the end there. Watch 48 it. Forty-eight inches around. Easy now. You'll be having to go to buying more jewelry if you're not careful. There's two kids in there. Yeah, yeah. your fault. Was my fault for putting two in there. I heard what. Yeah, you did. I'm batting two thousand. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Uh, we're, uh, we guess Betway best of the day. Yes. You want to do some Betway? We got a fun one tonight, boys. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't tend to look forward to Oiler games, but I am looking forward to this one tonight. Well, and it's, you do a little homework. You're That's right. For yeah, flames and burns. Yeah, yeah, a little pre-scout. You're a pro. Pre-scout. Betway bets of the day brought to you by Betway. Get the Betway app on your phone. Be 19. Be responsible. But it gives you all the odds. They had, so yeah, I went looking at the, uh, they had another super boost kind of a thing today. Oh, yeah. But it had the Oilers to win. Yeah. Uh, backed off. Backed off a little bit. Anyone to win against the Bruins. I mean, it's not just a screw the Oilers thing. Yeah. Yeah. So they had a couple pre-made bets. I jumped in on both. I'm feeling Pasternak. I've got yes. a little Pasternak. I feel like it's, it's in the air. Mm. Avalanche, Golden Knights, Bruins at Oilers. Nate Dog, as they said numerous times in the broadcast. Too many. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, Nate Dog and Pasta. Both to score tonight, plus 200. I'm staying with Pasta, throwing in a McDavid instead this time. McDude, Pasta, get at least a goal each, plus 200. I like plus on both of those, and I feel like uh, all those guys are scoring at quite a clip right now. Well, let me see if this tickles your pickle. I got some similar ideas here, but I'm going to add another uh, picante pepper in there. Yeah, yeah. As it's McKinnon, excuse me, it's Pasternak, McDavid, and the big German, plus 450. So you got the Oilers getting two, at least yeah, I mean, Pass is going to get three on his own, so. A power know. play. Yeah, a power yeah. play comes through. And we've uh, we've had some success with this Mo Sider assist, plus 162. That's up from the usual plus 140. We'll take that against Alex's Senators, who, uh, well, the rebuild's over, guys. They the were Red Wings, they were plus money in Ottawa. I almost went just with Detroit to win on the money line, plus money there, but, uh, you know. Detroit. Um, Detroit. Detroit were in a playoff spot last week, and percentage points still very good, but they got to get some real wins here to stay in one of those wild cards to get back in. There you go. That's your Betway Bets of the Day. Betway Bets of the Day. Get the app on your phone. Go get B19 and all that. So what's up for the rest of the day there, at What's going on? It's a Monday, you know. Mm, mm, mm. Today mm. I got a uh, hockey practice, 5.15. I've decided I need to start uh, taking my uh, diet a little bit better so i'm gonna cook a bunch of food and have the snacks or healthier snacks set in the fridge ready to go as opposed to reaching in and grabbing junk food there's no junk food there's nothing to grab for 
That's right. That's right, Ryan. So happens in my house. Yeah, you know me. Going for a snack, and I just see olive oil, butter, kale leaf this big. I, know, I, right. I guess I won't get a snack. What about you? Uh, I get to get jump in the spacesuit, get zapped, and then uh, yeah. What do we got tonight? I'll watch some Oilers Bruins Bruins meetings here or there. Mm-hmm. Let's go. There you go. That's the Monday. I'll sell you my spacesuit for cheap. Just text me. Back You're selling? Your, did you buy a spacesuit? I have a bunch of space suit uh, hours or oh sessions. Very good. Oh, when you're back, come get, get in shape. You know what, Dean? Dean. Back on the horse, big boy. Get Let's into go. one of those suits. <laughs> sure, thanks. Uh, tomorrow, game day for the better. Flames. Boston in town. Original six team coming in. Always a little extra juice in the barn. And let's uh, be safe in saying, important game for the Calgary Flames. A big two points up for grabs. Not going to fight you on that. If only it wasn't the first game back. Oh, oh you son of a bitch. Shit. Can't end the show. That's that. tomorrow. Thanks for joining us. Like, subscribe, support what sponsors. See you tomorrow. <laughs>